This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Welcome to the family with JB, Melissa Kirk, Andy Bram Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. I love Monroe Martin. What a nice man. Yes. Isn't he a good guy? Mm hmm. Just a really good guy. We'll be right back. Kick off hour two with the family. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Ooh, I love this song. My favorite Kurt Cobain song. Yeah. And I did hit the post. Thank you very much. Great to be here. As I said, Red Dot Garage, the band, my favorite local band, uh, plays that for me every time I see them. 
Matter of fact, remember when they uh, they were playing at the house one time, Andy, and they played that song? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. I can no, tell I by don't. the tone of your voice. <laughs> no, exactly. I can tell by the tone of his voice. He's lying. <laughs> no. Uh, yes, I remember that. Absolutely. Uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> I understand. Yeah, what are you going to do? It may be hard for Laura Kolab to find a job anytime soon. The 20-something doctor was fired in September by the Cleveland Clinic after the uh, Canary Mission unearthed six years' worth of anti-Semitic tweets, including ones that called for violence against Jews, okay. as well as one in which she said she'd, uh, given, uh, she'd give the wrong medicine to Jews. And now it seems a follow-up attempt at employment has gone south. Forward reports that in mid-March, Kern Medical in Bakersfield, California, yanked back a job offer it had extended to Colab, uh, or Colab, maybe it is, to work in its uh, internal medicine residency program. Current medical notified Dr. Laura Kolob on March 15th that her position has been withdrawn effective immediately. The hospital sent in a statement. The medical center didn't go into detail, but noted that Kolob had submitted information that was false, misleading, and incomplete to current medical during the interview and match process. Why would you get on Twitter <laughs> and say, well, I'm giving the wrong medicine to Jews? Couldn't you go to prison for that? Yes, you could. Mm-hmm. That is metal, medical malpractice. Um, there, oh, God. There is some mental health issue going on. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah I would <laughs> well, think yeah. so. <laughs> I would think you're right about that. I. This is just... The Jewish Journal notes that Kern issued its statement the same day that the Lakewood Scoop posted a story about Kolob's hiring and asked, what is Kern Medical thinking? Kolob put out an apology in January, claiming the past visits to Israel and Palestinian territories had soured her on Israeli occupation. And once you settle down there, Elaine Omar, <laughs> or Elon, or whatever the hell your name is, why, why is she even still in Congress? Because it's, hard, it's to Minnesota. Get, hard to get rid of them. That's true. But, my God, you, you know, the Jews, why don't you settle down? Ah, uh, what are you going to do? As a girl in my teens and early 20s, I had difficulty constructively expressing my intense feelings about what I witnessed in my ancestral land, she noted in her statement. Like many young people lacking life experience, I expressed myself by making insensitive remarks and statements. So the, well, yeah, I mean, if there were Twitter back in the day, just think of all the things I would have said about black people, JB. <laughs> just but, think about it. But, I mean, that is probably the true. Probably the truest statement I've heard in an apology. That's true. Which is the lack yeah. of her ex- uh, experience. I you get it. But you don't go on Twitter and get, no, you know, you what else? I, I remember one time I made a mistake on Twitter about 10 years ago or whatever it was. Because there was a picture, and I can't even remember his name. He's the lead singer of Queen now, I think. Oh, Adam Lambert. Mm. Adam Lambert. They posted a picture... <clears throat> And I asked on the air, why they're talking about Adam Lambert. Why do they post a picture of his sister? Because I thought it was his sister. You know, he was in full regalia with the makeup and all the rest. I mean, God bless him. You want to you wear makeup, that's your business. But I, I honest to God, thought it was uh, his sister. Boy, did people get, you homophobes. Like, <laughs> no. Uh, so sorry, uh, you know, I, I wasn't judging anyone. I thought it really was a woman. Get over it. He's a very he's a very handsome guy, if I remember correctly. I haven't seen his picture in a long time, but well, he you know, used I could to. Say, you could actually say he's kind of pretty. Yeah, he used mm-hmm. to basically make himself up like a woman. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. So what the hell did I do? I'm not judging him. I thought it was a woman because he, he isn't. Well, Ma, remember Muhammad Ali? My entire childhood used to refer to how pretty he was. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm so pretty. So but, I don't know. You, you got to watch out what you do on Twitter because <laughs> even if you don't do it intentionally, you get blamed for it anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm. 
do people become doctors by still in their 20s? I thought by the time you went through medical school and whatnot, you were hit yeah, 30. Yeah, that's, that's interesting how young that woman apparently was. Well, she yeah, probably started probably, early. Because you said... Yeah, probably did. When you read the story, you said in her 20-ish. It's like... Yeah, yeah. I did indeed. I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't, I don't well, have any people, judgment on the whole deal. Young people... And I, I know I'm going to get the look from the two young people here, but the look, <laughs> the look that the um, when not only they do they jump on Twitter or Facebook, but they're very emotional right away. Yes. Oh yeah. True. Oh yeah. You're not going to get a very, look from me. Yeah. I don't do that because it's pointless. <laughs> yeah, I mean they. But yeah. Their, it's true. their emotions, it's just like they, this whole, uh, what's his name? And I've never, I'm going to be honest with you, I have never heard of this guy until he was killed the other day. Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, me either. Never Nipsey Hussle, yeah. And now everyone's acting like their messiah was murdered. It's I know. like, what, where did this guy even come from? I don't even know who and that is. He's a, he's a, he's a rapper. He's a rapper and entrepreneur in the mm. uh, Crenshaw area of california right, right. and um he i mean he he did he took his money and started businesses for different people which is yeah he helped everybody out yeah right. he did um but i was reading a comment on a story on twitter and it was done by a young guy that used to run track at the u so he's kind of a mentee of mine and he and he was damning the person who was hired to be his def, uh, defense attorney. And then I clicked on it and looked in the story. It's Chris Darden. No. <laughs> oh <way>. yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's Chris Darden. And so I go. Christopher Darden. Because they're all like, yeah, he should be hung. He's just doing it because he wants to be famous. So I had to go. I had to point out. I said, oh, by the way, he's already famous. He was a person trying to put OJ away yeah. many years ago. Of course, they don't know this. But it's like, you know, he was a person who tried to prosecute OJ for murder and, you know, it didn't work out. And I said, I'm sorry that you're hero was killed but i said he's already kind of famous you know yeah no it's very very true it's uh, by the way so i get raked over the coals for saying regalia but you get to say mentee what yeah. the hell is that all about <laughs> that's well, what i'd like to again we all know that i'm not the normal you used to refer to me as the whitest black man you ever knew. I never said that, you lying sack. <laughs> that was passalt, I think. No, <laughs> passalt. You would call, you would, you would call him the whitest white guy you know, and you'd call me the whitest black guy you know. Which is not true. <laughs> I think Jussie Smollett is. No, never mind. Uh, I love that Chris Rock went after his skin color. I know. You know what I could do with that light skin? <laughs> that was very funny. God, is he funny. He's still one of the funniest people ever born. Chris Rock. Unbelievable. San Francisco's mayor made a surprise appearance at a community meeting about a proposed homeless shelter, and the move seems to have only raised already hot tempers over the controversial project. Residents of the upscale Embarcadero neighborhood shouted down Mayor London Breed. You made that name up. 
London, London breed, breed. Mm. is falling down. Yep. Uh, Wednesday, telling her to go home as she tried to address them, reports the San Francisco Examiner. I was born and raised here. I am home, responded Breed. If you don't want to hear me talk, then leave. In the end, however, she opted to stop speaking because of the constant interruptions, but said she would stay to listen. My goal is not to put neighbor against neighbor but and people against people, she said. I'm sorry this issue has divided this community. So what's wrong with this homeless shelter? Why is everybody so whipped up about it? I don't know. I don't get it. As The Guardian explains the controversies over the city's plan to build a navigation center where homeless people would live while being plugged into social services designed to get them back on track, residents of the affluent neighborhood don't want it in Embarcadero, and they even created a GoFundMe page to raise money for a legal fight that prompted shelter supporters to start a competing GoFundMe campaign, which is out-earning the rival. You know, honestly, at any time that white people think that there's a, oh, I want to take this side of the black person, because... In this case, Mayor London Breed is a black woman. Well, and they're turning on her. Why don't they both raise funds and find a mutual spot that everybody can That'd be agree good. to? I mean, we That'd have one of those great. here in Minneapolis now, but they don't call, they call it a different term. And literally they cuz they remember they were occupying that space over by the reservation in Minneapolis. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The tent city. Right. And so the city found a different place to put them and actually put up a temporary structure for them to be housed in. But it also runs them through and gives them basic needs like shower and food, but also starts the food process and housing process and all that, too. You know what I love about this, JB, so much? What's that? I've got to read one more paragraph, and then i got to tell you, which I love this. Residents said they were upset at the meeting in part because of rules forbidding public comments. Many left en masse in protest, and the mayor's appearance apparently didn't help. Uh, basically, what they're saying is, well, you're the wrong kind of black person. I mean, that's basically what they're saying to her. The well, mayor's what the appearance? hell is that? Yeah. Well, you remember a mm. long time ago <sighs> where I, I stepped up and defended you and got told I was the wrong black person, type of black person. That's true. <laughs> you were the wrong... Who did you defend me to? Uh, remember we were going through that whole thing with the... Uh, was it... Um, somebody said something on air. It was the first time, not the second time. And <laughs> That's really nice. So somebody <laughs> said something, they blamed it on me? Right. Uh, so why would they do that? It was it was to the point, it was the time where Brent R was out in the uh, rabbit oh, the bunny. Suit. Yeah. <laughs> yep, the bunny. Yeah, right. I remember that. I can't remember what they said, but I mean, it got to a point where they these people were making a comment about, and plus you have no minorities on your staff, and which is a lie. And it was either Dave or Steiny said, "No, we have JP who's black," and they said, "No, he doesn't count. He doesn't. He doesn't know what it means to be poor. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> count." Ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, number one, JP doesn't count as a black person. I guess not. But number one, I was born and raised poor, and number two, at that point, I was still, I was a paycheck away from being poor again. So you know, I just. Went, oh, okay. You know what's hilarious about that? That was the incident where Philip said, I need to talk to you. And I met him over at Byerly's. Right. And he got in my car. And I looked over at him. He was looking out the passenger window. 
And when he looked back at me, he, there were tears in his eyes. And he said, man, I hate the way they're treating you. I'm going to come in. He decided he wanted to be on the show. Right. Uh, remember that? Mm-hmm. Philip, I didn't you know, like recruit Philip to be on the show. He called, came to me and said, I got to come on your show because you need to be protected from this. And he was tearing up. He, he hates when I bring that up, but he's not here, so I can do it. Right. But no, I, did you hear what I said to Philip yesterday on the air? And he was like, God, he was uncomfortable. No, what was that? I said, I said you know, uh, it's not the fact that you're a man or you're a black man or you're a heterosexual black man. It's the fact that you actually care about your friends, and that's why I love you. Oh, my God, did oh, he yeah. get uncomfortable. Yeah, it I was guess. hilarious. <laughs> At that point, he would start he would start yelling at me and telling me how stupid I am. So. That's his defense so, mechanism, right? So don't forget, JB's the wrong kind of black guy, right? And white people should be the ones to judge that. Oh yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> oh my God. that's the most racist that amazing? thing ever. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, exactly. That's what led to our our Sunday morning. Uh, oh yeah, the, show. the talk show thing. Right, that's mm-hmm. what led to that. It's all true, ladies and gentlemen. I, yeah, I don't know that. Many, Minnesota has a real problem with that whole situation, and yep. I, you know the real truth. And, and JB and I talked about this, and Philip and I talked about this. It's the fact that I will not back down. No. I will not let people say things about me, and they don't like that. And I, where did I learn that? In the inner city. That's how I learned how to do that. I'm never backing down to you. You can kiss my living ass, as far as I'm concerned. And they don't like that. Nope. That I don't toe the line, and man, they don't like the fact that I don't toe the line. They want you. Isn't that amazing. To, they want you to be as passive aggressive as they are. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You and me and everybody else. So I, I don't know. It's it kind of worked out in the end. And their passive aggressive stuff is more hurting, more divisive. Oh God, yes. And more racist or bigot or biased, however you want to put it, than just yeah. standing there t- telling somebody you're out of line. You know, at least yeah. you're being up front so, and being honest. Did they actually say to you, you're the wrong kind yes. of black guy? That's, that's, <laughs> god. that's what Dave told me. Oh my me. god. Oh god. Because just... I was going to, I was, because I don't know if you remember, there was going to be a big powwow or meeting at the station. No, I think that one was the the Somali one. No, even in the other case, I think there was, and they were going to have me oh, come was? Okay. come in, and that person said that about me, and and when they said when they said, well, JB's when he's black and he's on our show and this that and the other, and that when then made the and then the person made the comment, they're like, okay, we don't want to do that to him. It's like and I yeah. told them afterwards. Yeah. I said, "I wish you would have brought me in." I said, "I, I would have, I would have lit them up." I mean, it was just like what four or five years ago when I was working Gopher baseball. This woman made a comment about, and she was she's a black woman. Made a comment about Gophers never have any black bat boys for baseball, and it was funny because number one, my son had done it years before. Yeah, I remember that. that. Yeah, he, absolutely. He had done it a couple of times. He hated it. And yep. it was like, okay, I won't mm-hmm. force him to do it. But um, she just, instead of saying, hey, I have a couple of sons, they would really like to do this and this, that, and the other, which John would come to me at that point and say, can we make this happen? One, She made a big stink out of it. And so when the woman was there, she had 
she had her two sons and she had the attitude going and this, that, and the other. Because I'm getting reports mm-hmm. from all these people that are dealing with her. And I said, okay. You no, know, i got to take a break. Okay. But hold on, I thought. We'll yep. be right back. We'll talk JB. We'll talk more about this. It's interesting. Because I want to I bring up why that whole hubbub happened in the first place, which is ridiculous. We will be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Spring is here, and there's no better time to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK spring savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them I sent you and save 500 bucks on your LASIK. Offer expires June 21st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Good God. GFOS, that's all I got to say. <laughs> Godfather of soul. So, we are back. JB was talking about um, the KQ Morning Show. And what was it, 1998? Is that when it was? Yeah, it was 21 years the, ago? About that time. But yeah, yep. I, I couldn't believe that that statement was made. But anyway, this woman and her sons who wanted to be bat boys for a day. They, you know, the the, the um, marketing person greeted them, handed them off to the president of the dugout, dugout club and all this stuff. And knowing that they knew who eventually who these two young men would wind up with. So we were kind of having a good laugh through the whole thing. And then I said, I guess I go meet these two young men now. I got up and walked up and, and he said, oh, JB's on his way. And I walked up and said, hey, I'm JB. What's going on? Follow me. And, and the look on the mother's face was like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, what did I just step into? It's like, yep, shut your mouth. Don't say anything. Because your, bas- your comment was basically directed towards me. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, you know, just because on it during that period of time when they're being bat boys, I'm the person who's supervising them. And normally, yes, a, yeah, yeah. normally it is a coach's kid 
or somebody who's um, uh, connected with the program's kid, you know, that that will do it. Then that way we don't have to worry about a different kid every game and this, that, and the other. And, and those kids right, tend to right. want to do it anyway. You know, my, my son, like I said, he had a perfect end and decided, nah, he didn't want anything to do with it. But he did. He was a ball boy for football for 10 years. So, you know, I just hate when people just blankly or just blanketly just throw out comments like that and have no clue about having done all their research and have no clue, you know, it, it, you know who it may affect or who's actually in charge or who, whatnot. You know, so. No, absolutely. Well, they never do. Well, that just happened yesterday in Chicago, as a matter of fact, when they had the suburban police chiefs uh, gathered to talk about the fact they wanted to go after Kim Fox. The very first question asked was, why aren't there any black police chiefs in your group? And they said, we invited everybody. They didn't come. So they tried to throw out there, like, look how racist you are. Right. It's like, no. No, the black police chiefs didn't feel comfortable coming, so they didn't come. I mean, Everybody tries to make problems where there are no problems, mm-hmm. and I don't really understand that. Here, Andy, how did that go for you back in 1998? Because you were only, God, you were only 12 years old back then. Do you even remember that? Not. I mean, I remember it, but, you know, I don't remember it uh, that well. I didn't really So you weren't treated any differently what was happening. So. But, I mean, was anybody mean to you about it? No. Well, see, that's a good thing. Right. It all started, and this is amazing to me. That whole thing started with the Somalis and all the rest of it because they they uh, marched on or they, they protested at City Hall because apparently a cab driver had been killed, if I remember correctly. A Somali cab driver had been killed in North Minneapolis, and they were chanting in front of the courthouse. They were chanting, we will get no justice. And all I said on the air, this is all I said, was that pisses me off. You're in America now. You will get justice. Yeah. Somehow that was racist. And I'll never understand why that was racist. Explain that to me. Well, and, and it goes hand in hand with people think justice means that they'll get their desired outcome. Yeah. And they don't yeah, understand. Well, they don't understand uh, justice just means you will get your time in front of a judge and, and maybe yeah, a jury. It. And that's it. That's all justice means. It doesn't mean you'll get your outcome. It doesn't mean you'll get your pound of flesh or anything. It just means you'll get, you'll get your time mm-hmm. in front of it. And that's why the statue of Lady Liberty, or not Lady, or is it Lady Justice that's blindfolded? Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, blind justice, yep. Right. Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right. I, but I still, to this day, do not understand. Well, I do understand because I did find out who was behind that. And, of course, it was very liberal white people were of behind course. that whole thing saying, oh, what a horrible thing he said. No, all I said was it pisses me off. You're in America now. You will get justice, which, of course, they did. But they were all, oh, I was the worst human being. Oh, my God, it's just horrible and blah, blah. Remember all the people started pulling their business so I'd rip the piss out of them right. on the air? <laughs> I was well, like, hey, you're not going to change me just for your pull your business. You want to pull your business and don't ever advertise here again. Good well, that, for you. It's just like the time I said I hated black people on air. <laughs> and the, the receptionist got calls for six weeks. Oh, Angry white people. <laughs> Saying, yeah, why, angry white people. Why would you allow yep. that person on air to say that? And they would go, "Well, he is black," and they would go, "Oh, 
didn't realize that. Well, most of them didn't even listen to the show. They had heard no, exactly from they somebody heard. who had heard something. That had heard something. Who's you know the one person who probably was listening that day, and heard somebody said that they hurt they don't like black people. Of course, it was yeah, the that's black exactly person on the show who said it. But other than that, right. you know what I'm saying. Other than that, you know. uh, I got to run this by you guys because this is unbelievable. You know, do you know about this uh, uh, Brian Reaney, the guy from Ohio, claimed to be a 14-year-old yeah, Timothy Pitson? I heard that story yesterday too. Did you see? Did you see his picture? I didn't see his picture. I'll read the story and then I'll tell you about the picture. Mm-hmm. An Ohio man whom authorities said falsely claimed to be Timothy Pitson, the Illinois boy who went missing in 2016 at age six. This was a kid whose mother killed herself, and before she killed herself, she wrote this long thing about um, Timothy is fine, but you will never see him again. So nobody knew what that meant. Well, this guy comes forward eight years later. 2011 that happened. He comes uh, forward eight years later, which means Timothy would be 14 years old. Right. Right? Okay. So this guy comes forward and says, I'm Timothy Pitson. Problem he got is he looks like he's about 30. (laughs) And secondly, he's got a 5 o'clock shadow like there's no tomorrow. (laughs) The guy's 23 years old, claiming to be 14 years old. Have you seen this guy? I I never saw the photo, but I thought... The news story, the television story I said. Oh, saw, wow, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. Said he was 20, <laughs> 27. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did it first say he was 27. Because they gave him a uh, DNA <laughs> test. And they're like, no, yes. you're not. You, number yeah. one, you can't be that person because you don't match. And number two, you're way older, older than 14. Well, yeah, he's obviously not a 14-year-old kid. <laughs> Not even so, close. Is he just insane, or is he just so stupid that he thought he could fool people into thinking he's fourteen? Is the question. Well, his older brother, his older brother, I guess, is twenty-seven, and his older brother said he just loves to to scam the system. He just loves to cause trouble. Uh, apparently, he's been arrested a couple of times before. But you look at his pictures, like, boy, that's a very mature-looking fourteen-year-old. I'll yeah. tell you that. He's got the five o'clock shadow, and he's got the whole deal going. I don't know. How did you think you would ever get away with that? What was your intent there? Why would you say that? Because what was he going to benefit? How was he going to gain from that? I think he might be dumb. <laughs> because there was speculation on the national news that he was inspired by Jesse, uh, Jesse Smollett. Now everybody will know who he is and everybody will, you know, yeah, I think some so. of the people will be against him. Do you think that's what it is? Well, uh, everybody here's a, will know who he is now. Here's a quote from his brother He's a terrible person. <laughs> His own so. brother. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's not necessarily good, is it? Yeah, I mean, I do, do have to say that I've seen 14-year-old boys that look like they're probably about 18 with, with beards and yeah. everything happening. So, I mean, it's 14 possible. 14 years old? Yeah. Have yeah, you seen 14-year-olds with a receding hairline? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's different. I can't see the picture. But, but I mean, I have seen plenty of... 14-year-olds that are growing up mm-hmm. faster than normal. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Which is unfortunate. And the his own brother is, said he... Yeah, he said he was... Yeah. His brother said he was terrible, and he was on parole when he did this. <laughs> oh, jeez. So... Oh, God. So they, they took his DNA, put it in the system, and was like, this guy's been in jail. <laughs> yeah, he was released uh, less than a month ago. 
Oh, Lord. March 7th, released on parole. Took him uh, 29 days to go commit another crime. Mm -hmm. So he's going to go back in, and he's probably going to stay in for a while this time. Yeah, I would guess because that's a that's isn't that a federal felony? What yes. he did? Yes, you they, can't do that to the FBI. You can't. They have, yeah, they haven't charged him yet, but the FBI said that if they wanted to, they could charge him with a federal crime. So, oh god! But yeah. I just the only upside to that whole thing is, ooh, now everybody will know who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not gonna. I, and then he thought maybe that he'd make a lot of money doing that. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. the GoFundMe going, just, yeah. Yeah, I guess they'll get the GoFundMe going, and I—it's I, oh my—is he a drug addict or something? I don't I mean, know. You got to be careful, by the way, nowadays, because if you call somebody a drug addict, it's like, well, what are you trying to say? That's negative. Yes, I am <laughs> saying that's negative. Well, yes. Oh God, not a good thing. <laughs> the word addict means basically means that there's something negative going on yeah. in your life that yeah, you can't control. Absolutely. Well, yeah, That's if you're exactly taking a drug that you're not addicted to, then there's no problem. You're not a drug addict. Addiction is the problem. but It's just so bizarre. The whole thing is just so bizarre that people try the But everybody, you know, a lot of people are going to do this. Mm-hmm. They're all going to go, I'm this and I'm that and I'm blah, well, blah, because they just want to be famous. They'll do anything yep. to be famous. Well, the amount of people that claim to be Prince's long-lost I know. child oh, yeah. Yeah, was unbelievable. Crazy. But the problem was most of them were almost as old as Prince. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, close enough. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm working the system as best I can. But, yeah, I don't know. That whole thing is I will never understand it. I, once again, I, what, how, what is it going to – how is you going to benefit from the fact that people – that they were ever going to believe, first of all, because they have DNA testing mm-hmm. now, you stupid bastard. They know you're not his brother. Why would you even try that? And especially if you're in the system, they've got your DNA. Yeah. So, Exactly. Or your fingerprints, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, if he's, if he's on parole, they do definitely have his DNA. Because you have to do a blood test if, you, if you're convicted, don't you? I think or they do not know. have to do a blood test. I don't know. But I think. Come they... on, Andy, you're a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I just. I, I, people just confuse me to no end. They actually think that's a good idea. Whatever. Good for you. Um, yeah. There's nothing more to say about that. It's just the man obviously is a moron, right? Can we start doing that again, pointing out that people are really extremely stupid when they do things like this? Or is that, is that just too hurtful? Too hurtful. I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I say it Good. all the time. So Especially Cassie, you think it's too hurtful, or no, you think I don't they think, think that? I just tell it when Not they do something stupid. I just look at them and be like, "Are you new? <laughs> you know, like what the heck is wrong with you?" Yeah. God. No, that's exactly it. Oh God, there's a judge that's uh, got his tit in the ringer here. Mm-hmm. Mm. Emotional immaturity has been cited by a New Jersey Supreme Court advisory panel as a factor in its recommendation that a family court judge be suspended without pay for three months and receive training in appropriate courtroom demeanor. This is a judge, by the way. (laughs) They went with an appropriate courtroom demeanor. The Ethics Committee's main bone of contention with Superior Court Judge John Russo Jr. per NBC New York comments he made to an alleged sexual assault victim in his courtroom. Now, this is an alleged sexual assault victim in his courtroom that he, it seemed to insinuate she could have tried harder to fend off an attack. 
The Washington Post cites the 45-page complaint that outlines what transpired during a 2016 hearing involving a woman who sought a restraining order against the father of her five-year-old daughter. The woman claimed the accused had sexually assaulted her, and Russo went into a line of questioning that the panel now says was discourteous and inappropriate. After asking the woman if she could think of ways to stop a sexual assault from happening, to which the woman offered suggestions like tell them no and try to get away, Russo then prompted anything else. Block your body parts. Once you close your legs. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. I think I heard oh. this. <laughs> I remember this one. Oh, God. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I remember hearing about this um, a couple, like a year or two ago. Yeah, it's 2016. Yeah. Close your legs? Ugh. Uh, did you do any of those things? The nine-member panel notes how egregious Russo's quest- uh, queries were. Given the potential for those questions to re-victimize the plaintiff, Russo, who denied the restraining order in 2016 case, insists his queries were meant to demonstrate the element of force or coercion used during the assault and to aid the plaintiff in recounting a traumatic event. NJ.com notes Russo has been on administrative leave since May 2017 from his Ocean County post, though he started working in a Burlington County civil court this year. A final hearing is set for this July. We will take a quick break here. We'll come back in just a couple of minutes with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. That's Diamond Dallas Page. Welcome, music. Oh, is it? Oh, he has come as you are. Yeah. Oh, this is Teen Spirit. Oh, Teen Spirit, I see. Yeah. Teen Spirit. It would always start off. No, it's not the same. It would start off with the first couple of notes and then. It would go self high five, mm. and then there would be really? an explosion of fireworks. Yep, and he would I'm make a explosion. Di- he would make a diamond of his two hands, and then throw them down violently, and everybody would go crazy. He's a good guy. Yep. I like him a lot. <laughs> Could you tell I've watched I watched a, a little wrestling in my time? No, not you. 
I've actually never I, really watched wrestling, which is interesting because it was like the thing when I was a kid. Yeah, especially young well, men. Huh? No, I was going to say especially young males. Yes, everyone yeah, but was I mean, Andy, wrestling. But you grew up around professional wrestlers. Maybe that's why you never cared about it. Maybe. I mean, whether whether it was the Road Warriors or Jesse Ventura or whatever, you grew up around those people. So maybe it was just like, well, oh, whatever. Yeah. I met him in person. I'm not interested. <laughs> you know, that might have been it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, we talked earlier about this, that, and the other thing. and talked about Joe Biden and maybe, uh, I don't know, like I said, maybe you should consider the fact that he lost almost all of his family. They've died over the years and yeah. whatever. But. I would say this about President Trump. Could you just shut up about something? <laughs> Is there anything that you could just pipe down about? Nope. This I don't get. President Trump has fired back at Barbara Bush's criticism of him in a new biography, saying he knows why she didn't like him. I have heard that she was nasty to me, but she should be. Look what I did to her sons. Oh, <laughs> Donald. Oh, God. Why? Why? Just let it go. I can't let it go. <sighs> yeah. He can't let it go. Just let it go, Donald. I don't, you know. He, what a smart ass he is, isn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good God. Uh, in the matriarch, Barbara Bush, in the making of an American dynasty, the former first lady blamed Trump's mockery of son Jeb Bush during the 2016 GOP primary campaign for her heart problems. Okay, well, Barbara, don't do that either. You can't blame the fact that you're, look, your husband was a president, your son was a president, Jeb was trying to be president. You can't blame your heart problems on Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. It's and true. then he shouldn't turn around and go, hey, uh, look what I did to her sons. Would you two kids grow up? Christ, you're both <laughs> in your 70s and 90s. <laughs> Maybe you could dial it back. It'd be, it'd be interesting anyway. Uh, in any case, yeah, he called him low energy. I remember you calling him low energy, Joe mm-hmm. Jeb Bush. In the matriarch, Barbara Bush, in the making of American Dynasty, the former first lady blamed Trump's mockery of son Jeb Bush during a 2016 GOP primary campaign for her heart problems. Look, she's the mother of somebody that I competed against, Trump says. Most people thought he was going to win and he was quickly out. During the campaign, Trump mocked Jeb Bush's low energy and also strongly criticized George W. Bush. I hit him very hard in South Carolina, Trump says of Jeb Bush. Remember, he was supposed to win South Carolina and I won it in a landslide. I hit him so hard. In The Matriarch, author Susan Page wrote that Barbara Bush was horrified when Trump won the 2016 election and had disliked him since the early 90s. <laughs> I've hated him for 25 years. Honest to God, think about it. He, she's hated him since the early 90s, and this was in 2016. I hated him for 25 years. Calm down, lady. Well, I mean, Trump now. He wasn't, was that? He wasn't really likable for a long time. So. No. Who, Trump? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's not a likable person. No, but I'm I mean, sorry, so but, it's, not, it's not abnormal to hear that somebody has hated him since 1990. Yeah. Like, it's not weird. I don't know if I carry it with me for 25 years, um, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've talked to Donald Trump a couple of times. I interviewed him for the first time, God, a long, long time ago. He's a smart guy, and he's got good people behind him all the rest of it, but he is a smart ass. My God, the things that... He, he will say whatever he wishes to about anyone. doesn't matter to him at all. And I don't know if that's a good thing for a president to be doing. What do you guys think of that? I don't think he cares. <laughs> yeah. No, I, but I'm talking about should we care? Well, I think, I think there is a way to still speak your mind and do it 
elegantly and actually respectfully, but he just, he doesn't. <laughs> right. So that's my issue with him is that, you know, sure, care about what you want and, you know, be willing to speak your mind because that's part of being in America is you have that right, but do it as a president. Don't do it as just some schmo who has been known to do that for his whole life. Like, you know. Where'd you come up with schmo? Wait a minute. <laughs> Schmo. I hear uh, I'm around you too much. It sounds like. Well, it's my fault. <laughs> Blaming well, that's you. A possibility. But yeah, that's that my is that is my outlook on it. It's just he's just doesn't act like a president or yeah. doesn't even try president. to. You know, and that's yeah. the problem. No, is that we we view presidents, you know, we have a higher standard because they are the leader of the country and he mm-hmm. he just thinks that it he doesn't have to well, abide by any rules at all. When he was going going through the election, the one comment everybody kept throwing out, he'll just say whatever he thinks. He, you know, that's what energized people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so did. he no, doesn't right. know how to peel that back. It's right. like, that's what they wanted. That's what they love. That's that's what gets them energized. I'll just pop up and say anything. He's not wrong. People do like the fact yeah, that, he, that that probably is. A lot of people are sick of the whole PC thing, right? But then, yes, of course, like most things, people take it too far and say that well, PC is bad, so let's just have everyone say whatever's on their mind at all times without thinking about the consequences, which is not good either. The, the interesting thing is, is that the same people who loved him for that in the campaign are now being like, okay. Like, you need to calm down, sir. Right. <laughs> you know, like, they they understand. Like, yes, it got them riled up, but now they're realizing, like, it's too much. Yeah. You're not helping the situation. Well, they're embarrassed, and they believe yeah. in civil discourse, which right. he doesn't believe in. No. No, he certainly does not, but either do I, so shut it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Great to be here. Um, I did not know this, by the way. Do you know how many people fall to their death in the Grand Canyon every year? Oh, God, don't say that to us. <laughs> One a month. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Oh, what? I said, wow. What do you mean? I know, but what more. It, One person a month falls to their death in the Grand Canyon. People are dumb. What the hell are you doing? <clears throat> I know what I'll do. I'll get as close to the edge as I can to take a selfie, and then I'll I'm lean sure back on top probably. of it. exactly what happens, yeah. <laughs> that is probably oh. what it is. We're going there in, Apparently. like, three weeks, yeah. so you're... What? Scare you don't know. How did you not remember that? I knew you were going, but not in three weeks. Yeah. Well, don't take any selfies. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, don't take edge. any selfies no. on the edge. Or t- get Are you going to walk on the glass bridge? I'll try. <laughs> I'll, try. <laughs> I'll try. Honestly, God, Andy, that, you aren't going to believe. Is that the one that like hangs over? Yep. Yeah, I showed him right a picture out over of the that. Canyon. I showed him a picture of that, and I said, hey, you going to do this? Should we do this? And he goes, I don't know if I can. <laughs> you don't like heights? No, no. he does not. I, Although, when we were in, was that Canada? They had that. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Yeah, the they Jasper had like bridge. a, yeah, the, the um, it's not fiber, plexiglass, like a bridge yep. made of plexiglass, basically. And I didn't and have it. walked out over there. There's that one kid, though. 
he had a panic attack while he was on it. <laughs> he fainted. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Cassie, this is a true story. We're walking on the glass bridge in Jasper National Forest, uh, or the Jasper, excuse me, Jasper, uh, Jasper National Park in Canada, and this little Asian kid walked out, looked down, and fainted. And I went over to help him out, and his father goes, no, 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 no. He waves me off. And they start pointing and laughing at him and taking his picture. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Thanks, Mom and Dad. Aww. He goes into full honesty. They were like, no, no, don't help him. Okay, whatever. Is that going to go in the... A man who... Oh, I was going to say, I can just picture that picture being put into the... You remember back in the day when you had... Every time you went on vacation, you'd take all your pictures and then you'd make slides of them. And then everybody was sitting oh, yeah. around... Yeah, can you imagine... <laughs> My grandpa sure. would have put that one in there for mm. sure. <laughs> I'm sure that is true. A man who fell to his death from a viewing point at the south rim of the Grand Canyon Wednesday morning was the third visitor to die in the space of eight days. Oh, my God. Whoa. You guys are going in three weeks, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Grand Canyon National Park Service says park rangers found the body of the 67-year-old man 400 feet below the rim. Ooh. The Arizona Republic reports last week a man in his 50s from Macau fell to his death while taking photos at a viewing site. Um, all, a day before that death, the body of a foreign national was found in a for, forested area near the South Rim Village area. Authorities say the death was not the result of a fall, but the cause is still being investigated. The latest visitor to die was a man from California who was visiting the park alone, spokesman Murray Shoemaker says. A witness uh, who saw him fall alerted rescuers. Officials say the death has been initially uh, ruled an accident, uh, but the National Park Service and the uh, Coconino County Medical Examiner are investigating, reports Reuters. Authorities say about a dozen deaths happen in an average year at the Grand Canyon, two or three of them from falling. Others' uh, cause of death, is, uh, death would be range, uh, well, they range from heat to drowning to medical issues and more, but plummeting is one of the reasons people die at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> well, it sounds like all of them are older, so I think we have a fighting chance. <laughs> I don't think 67 is older well, necessarily, older but, uh, you know. You know what uh, you I know, mean. I, uh, I mean, statistically, you know. <laughs> didn't you say something like 500,000 people go a year? I mean, no, it's more I think than that. that's right, yeah. It's 5 million. Five. Visit. So 5 million? Is it really? Really? Yeah. Really visit walls. Let's see all. See, I wouldn't trust... You're right, it's 5.5 million. I wouldn't trust... See, really? See, that many people, I would not trust standing near the edge. Because what happens no. if someone oh, no. just has, like, a <laughs> no, freak out? No, no. Yeah. A freak out and just shoves you <laughs> off or something, you know? So, that's only... One in 460,000 people who visits dies. So, pretty good odds. <laughs> Listen to you. Pretty good odds. God, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I think you won't plummet, Andy. You'll be fine. No plummeting. But, uh, yeah, I... Uh, I think you will enjoy it. You walk out on that glass bridge at the Grand Canyon. You look down. It is one mile to the floor. Mm. Did you know that? No, I did I not. I believe. Look it up. The glass bridge in the Grand Canyon, I think it is 5,280 feet above the floor of the canyon. Andy can track that down for us because, uh, I don't know. Oh, here's what I like. Grand... This is a true story. Vanessa Seja Cervantes, or Seja Cervantes, from KTLA says, and I quote, high elevation plays a role in some of the fatalities. Yeah, I suppose when you fall 400 <laughs> yeah, really? feet, might have something to do with it, maybe. 4,000, Andy. So almost a mile. 4,000 feet. It's oh. <laughs> a long way. <laughs> the one in Jasper is 1,100 feet. So it's four times deeper than that. Jeez. 
So falling 1,100 feet versus 4,000 results is going to be the same. Well, I suppose if you have like like COPD or like asthma, being that high Mm -hmm. up, it could cause you to have disorientation and stuff because lack of oxygen. Well, I remember the first time I went to Sedona, we were staying in Sedona. We were there for like five days. And the first two days I was like in a like half dream state. Because I'd never been at that high elevation before, so oh, yeah. my brain yeah. was basically working on low oxygen mode, and the whole time it just felt weird. Hmm. I suppose you get it up in that thinner air; that's yeah. going to happen. But to the you. most recent time was fine. So you're okay now. You've overcome the difficulties. Yep, all good. So, so when are you going? You're going in three. You're going at the going three weeks after uh, after Easter. Yeah, the yes. week after Easter. Well, well, that's pretty cool. Three mm-hmm. days after Easter. Well, how long are you going to be there? Just from Two Wednesday days. to Saturday. Oh, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. So where are you are you fl- where are you flying into? Flagstaff. Oh, that's not, you ever flown into Flagstaff before? No, no. That's pretty nice, actually. They do a nice job. Uh, yeah, that that area is beautiful. There's no no getting around. That is a very beautiful area. I think you guys have a ball doing that. But the Grand Canyon is spectacular. Everybody should go to the Grand Canyon at least once. It's pretty stunning. I very, know. very cool, actually. <clears throat> I know if I walked across that bridge, I would instantly go to hands and knees and crawl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 4,000 4, feet. You're yeah. just going to drop to your hands and knees your knees. Just cross. On, yeah. Because there's no way I know I can make it. For me, it's not literally just the height. It's being able to fall off that height, I guess, is the thing. Oh, you could, yes. You, yeah. Yeah, so it's no, like... You that's know, very, a, very true. You could fall off of that. On a bridge like that, it's not that big of a deal. But, like, if there were no handrails, then there's no way in hell I would go out there. Uh, there are handrails. You're in fine. Yeah, you'll, I you'll, would imagine you'll be, so. You'll be fine with that, so you're good to go. But uh, all right, that's going to wrap it up. We've decided Andy's not going to plummet at the Grand Canyon, so that's good. No plummeting for Andy at the Grand Canyon. And you're leaving three weeks from three days after three days after Easter. That's when you're Something going. Yep. Like that. All right. Well, we will talk to you next week with the family. <laughs>